0: Hello and welcome into a special playoff edition of the Three Fever Point After Podcast. Can't believe we are already here. Coach Jeff Harper of Red River is with us as always, and no guests this week because we have a lot of brackets. I think eight brackets to break down. I got them all here, Coach. Uh, first, how's it going? I know you guys are looking forward to a big playoff game down in Cushata.
1: Yeah, I mean this was the year uh, if you if you were going to. Uh have a losing record and get in uh <laughs> this was the year to do it so uh strength of schedule had a lot to do with while we're in and um and we are grateful that now this the uh, record's reset and doesn't really matter anymore just play the team that you uh that you've been scheduled to play and so um we're we're excited about it down here at Gashaw for sure
0: yeah we're fired up you guys on the road at rose pine in the division three non-select bracket we're going to get into all that Um, Obviously, we spoke earlier in the season about the changes to the playoff format. If you're not aware at home, very quickly, they've kind of made things a little smaller now. There's four brackets instead of 12, I believe, is what we used to have Divisions 1 through 4, select and non-select. We'll start with non-select, Coach, and I think we'll hop right into Division 1, where Rustin, after beating West Monroe for the first time since 1990, is the one seed and uh, I'd say watching Rustin's games this year, certainly a deserving title for the Bearcats.
1: Yeah, no question. They're dominant uh, on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, they're, they're going to establish a line of scrimmage. They're going to play physical, hard, uh, football and, um, you know, they, they run the ball very well and they play very good defense. So, uh, very deserving of the one, uh, the one seed. And, and then, you know, to be able to, uh, finally, Take care of West Monroe. Uh, that's that's got to be exciting for them as they go into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, that student section was wild. A uh, very, very like almost like a mini version of what we saw in Baton Rouge when the LSU beat Alabama this weekend. It was it was just bananas over there um, and rusted. So they're on a bye though, so we won't spend too much time on them. We'll go to our other highest seed in the area you know the team we all expected to be number six in the state coach and airline they finished off the one five a undefeated district run and wouldn't you know it they turn right around and they meet a district foe in round one as uh, coach brotherton and the boys are hot and are going to make the short trip for round one it's our game of the week and i think this is going to be a pretty competitive uh, contest what do you
1: think Oh, I do too. I mean, they just played, you know. I guess three, four weeks ago. So, um, you know, it, I expect that that'll be a very competitive game. And here's the deal: it's hard uh, to beat a team twice, and to do it, you know, in a small window of time between uh, the first time you played them. Um, you know, they they've got now plenty of film. They know what they did, uh, what they did wrong the first time, where they where they made some mistakes, and so they're going to be able to, you know, hopefully fix those and and then uh, and then put some things in that put. Put airline in the bind, but airlines got it rolling. They're playing great football and uh, they're battle tested. Uh, you know, rolling through district. I mean, one five A is a very difficult district to navigate, and uh, and they did it. And so, congratulations to them and uh, hosting a, a district foe. Uh, you know, be be an exciting night there at airline high school.
0: Yeah, twenty six straight uh, playoff appearances for Hot, and it was dicey. They lost that game to Captain Shreve, and they just barely snuck in um, to end the year. But similar to what you were saying. Uh, about you guys. They lose that last game of the year and they really get a pretty good draw in terms of travel, a place they're familiar with. So uh, I know the folks in Houghton are excited for that as well. Should be a fun game for our game of the week. Uh, Right under airline at number eight is Benton. The Tigers, I mean, I can't imagine any team in the state wants Gray Walters in that offense, uh, looking at them in the postseason as they host Ponchatoula this Friday night.
1: Yeah, no one's going to want to deal with their tempo and their ability to throw the ball. Uh, And and here's the thing, um, you know, uh, Greg Manning is one of the best running backs in the state. So you've got to deal with a a very polished QB, uh, four good skill guys. They can get in different sets. Eleven personnel, ten personnel, and um and then you got to deal with uh with Pierce Russell. Inside, outside, doesn't matter. Um he, he can he can beat your best corner uh and then gray. Um, not only is he a great passer, but he's he's very athletic, he's got great wheels. So um, you know, that's not a team that you wanna play. Um and the fact that they can run the ball like they like they can, if a team can take away the pass, you still gotta deal with the run game. And so uh Benton's clicking on all cylinders and look forward to seeing what they're gonna do this week.
0: Yeah, you know, they got the win over Parkway. Uh, kind of a matchup of those were the two teams really in second all year in the district in terms of the Bossier-Paris teams, the only ones in this non-select bracket. Parkway, surprising to me to, to see them on the road at 19. I know they didn't finish the year like they would have. They had such a strong start uh, at Dutchtown for the Panthers Friday.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a tough draw for the first-round game. Um, I, I would, I would I, you know, I don't know much about Dutchtown. I've, I've I've heard that they're you know athletic and well coached. Um, you know, but Parkway matches up with anybody, and, and as long as they can run the ball, uh, they can beat anybody. And so um, I, I don't feel like you know they're really a 19 seed. I think that uh, teams like you know us and and uh, and Mendon and Bozier that were their out of conference games probably hurt them in the power ratings. Uh, and that's why they're sitting down there at 19. But a 7-3 and three season uh, is, is nothing, you know, to look down on. And the fact that they're 19, go ahead and overlook them and see what happens. I mean, look up and you're, you're down, you know, 30, 40 points against them. So um, it's probably the best 19 seed in the state.
0: Yeah, and, and Parkway, Airline, and houghton they're all on that same side. So if two of them were to advance, they would meet in the quarterfinals. Parkway, if they were to beat Dutchtown, they'd have to go and play three-seed Destrehan. So a tough draw for the Panthers to to start out. Airline obviously has a little easier path if they can get past Haughton. Um, so a lot in Division one is going to be very interesting for the Bowser paris schools. And we go to Division two and non-select, and this bracket's not going to take us long because there's one team in it. It's North Dakota, the four c They have a bye this week, but I guess obviously the story here for the Griffins is they just still couldn't uh, couldn't shake their old foe Northwood. A one point game, a couple missed extra points sealed the deal there for the Griffins. Um, but still, even with that disappointing loss, Northwood's not in this bracket, and they got a pretty good draw sitting in here with a first round bye.
1: I mean, a nine and one season's great for North Dakota, and uh, they've grown by leaps and bounds from last year, and uh, they're well-coached, they're disciplined. And I, I don't think that they're going to be hurt by uh, a, a loss to a, a you know a, a really good Northwood team, their rival, uh, going into the playoffs. If anything, it, it, it prepares them more uh, for what they're going to see in the playoffs. And so I think it's actually going to help them. I think they're going to be better from it. Uh, and they're gonna learn from it, the fact that they, you know missed extra points and things that you don't know when you when you see the final score. um, you know, it sounds to me like they had every opportunity to win it. So I fully expect that they're gonna be rocking and rolling when they uh, when they uh, you know get get on the field in the second round.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it was kind of what we did talk about uh, last week heading into that Northwood game, and you said it, and I said it, Northwood had nothing to lose in that game. North Soto had that pressure of the perfect season, your rivals at home. And and I I agree with you. I think that maybe that'll be a helpful thing for them. Look, you're not worried about a perfect season anymore. That's out the window. Now the goal is simple, and Coach Dunn told Daniel that, too, um, on the field after the game. It's a simple goal here. Uh, Win your next few games and and get as far as you can in these playoffs. And um, I think the folks in Stonewall are going to be happy with the way this season turns out. Um, in the postseason, I should say. Let's go to Division Three, the non-select side. This is where you guys are. Um no surprise at number one, it's Manny with that first round buy.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they're the gold standard of of you know D three and um, they've got some they've got some company though. I mean it, it's it's a tough bracket and that's gonna be very competitive when you add three A schools into the mix. Sterlington of course defending champs A Meet that was in the uh, you know, beat them last year in the dome. Uh, they're they're in our bracket, and of course, you're you're adding Union Parish and Bogalusa, and uh, you know you're looking at, of course, your your two A powers like Aviles, and um, you know it's it's just going to be uh, it, it's going to be a a very interesting bracket. But Manny stands to me the the best team uh, in two A, uh, regardless two A three doesn't matter. I mean they're they're the best, and uh, uh, until somebody can go into you know, Jess Curtis's backyard, push him around. I know they're feeling good about where they're sitting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I would agree with that. And so uh, three more teams uh, from your district here in this bracket, uh, starting with a team that you had a, uh, man, a, a classic game with to close the season, overtime game against Mansfield. They're at 23. They go on the road to Gina and Mansfield's been a team, as I'm sure you could tell us, they've really gotten hot here as they've gone down the stretch.
1: Well, I mean, they had a tough schedule like we did and uh, a new head coach, um, so a new scheme. Uh, they're, they're finally picking it up, and, and uh, you know, we we uh, we made it easy on them there at the very end. I mean, snapping a ball in the end zone, get a safety, you know, get a false start on uh, on a victory formation where they now had a clock that stopped and they could, kne- you know, we couldn't kneel it. We had to run the ball, and um, it was just a disaster. Last 31 seconds, two stupid mistakes, and next thing you know, uh, we're in overtime, so um, they're opportunistic. They play really good defense, but their uh, their offense is tough to stop. Um, so they're they're going to pose problems for anybody they play. Now, Gina's playing the best ball they played all year. Uh, they started slow this year too, and a pretty tough schedule. But that's a great matchup. Nobody needs to to overlook uh, Mansfield. Those guys can really play, and they've been competitive all year, in you know pretty much every game, minus probably the. Uh, you know, the logan's Sport game and then of course you know manny no one no one really plays them super well but they did score the most points anybody scored on them all year um and so you know mansfield is going to be a team that's going to if you look at their record much like us um you're not going to think that they're going to bring much to the table but they're really good uh and so never know man never know with that bunch and they can make your life miserable so i, I look forward to seeing how that one ends
0: Yeah, same here. And then right underneath that 24 is you guys. uh, Red River going to Rose Pine uh, to start the playoffs. And we were talking kind of before uh, we got on air and you guys are feeling pretty good heading into the postseason here.
1: Yeah, I mean, we told our guys they had to win to be in, just like Mansfield had to win to be in. And so all of our seniors thought that there's no way we're going to the playoffs. And and that was probably the best thing that I did uh, because they, when they heard that we were in, they, super fired up about it so um rose pine eliminated us last year in double overtime um and i've already showed them the video from from the media team that was there on their sidelines and them celebrating and all of our guys just laying on the field uh and so it's fresh and the fact that they didn't think they were going to be in uh we have nothing to lose it doesn't matter what your record was you're just you know you play the team it's that you're scheduled to play and so um rose pines eight and two they're a really good team the two teams they lost to are kinder and of oils and um you know they're uh they're very they're very good so it's a team where uh, we feel we match up really well with them and uh and we look forward to the challenge for sure
0: and that takes us to oils as they'll host lakeside at 28 to close out
1: this bracket yeah i feel sorry for lakeside that's a that's gonna be a tough game um there's no question that uh avoils is dominant in the run game and uh they make it tough on you because they don't ever punt and, and they onside kick every time and they're going to get a couple of those every game so um uh, you know they'll easily hang 60 70 on you if you can't stop them so uh hopefully lakeside can can move the move the chains and get them off the field and try to you know generate some turnovers and uh i know santa Elise will do a good job of having his guys ready and uh they they got in the playoffs and now they get to go to a bulls which is a tough t- place to play but uh you know it's playoffs. You never know what will happen.
0: Yeah, true that. Uh, we go to Division Four now, the final non-select bracket, and this would typically be 1A um, in years past. And last year, it was uh, really crazy for us. You know, you, you got your Haynesville in there and Arcadia, but then you had Homer and Logansport meeting in the Dome. Um, Homer is the top seed in our area at two. They get that first-round bye, one of uh, four teams to get a buy in this bracket. And, you know, they – We've seen them lose a few games this year. They've had some really tough opponents, similar to, to you guys, how you mentioned, uh, thinking about Prescott over in Arkansas, what a game that they played against them. But, you know, they take on Haynesville, who's the fifth seed, and it was only a one-point game in that Claiborne-Paris Super Bowl. So Homer and Haynesville, two teams that uh, I think both probably believe that they could be on a collision course here in another very tough bracket.
1: Man, wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Probably the oldest rivalry in northwest Louisiana. So. That would be pretty cool uh, to see those two uh, teams m- you know meet up in a rematch uh, but I-, I expect both those teams to be there uh, you know battling every single week and uh, and making deep runs
0: but not to be outdone obviously the the 1a runner-ups a year ago Logan'sport, uh had some struggles if you will toward the end of the year by their standards i would certainly say uh, losing that district championship to st mary's but Similar to North DeSoto, you know St. Mary's isn't here. It's a fresh slate, and it starts against another local team, 26 Jonesboro Hodge, in
1: round one. Yeah, I think that Logan'sport matches up really well. Um, Jonesboro Hodge is big. Uh, they're they're physical. Uh, they they run the ball well. Xavier Atkins are starting Mike linebackers committed to LSU. He's he's their best player. Um, you know, and if he can make he can make uh, things tough for. For Port, but um Kevin McGee is is a, is a great offensive mind and uh he's got some really talented kids and uh you know they lost in the dome last year and they want to get back to that 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 same that same place where they can play for a title. And so um uh, I this is a good first round matchup for them and uh and and they will pose some problems for Jay Hodge with their ability to throw the ball. Um and they've got a very athletic Q B. So QB runs can be difficult for any defense that are you know trying to take away certain aspects of of your offense. But um, you know Logan'sport does what they do, do very well, and they put you in conflict all night long. And so I, I expect Logan'sport to have uh, you know a great game plan going in, and, and I think that they they get the win in that game. I feel like that they've got uh, they've got the pieces to to make it very tough for Jay Hodge.
0: And, you know, they win two games, and if Homer does what we think Homer's going to do, they get that shot at Homer in the quarterfinals this time. So a lot to play for for the Tigers, and as you know, as we've seen in our show so many years, you, you never want to face Kevin McGee and those Logan Sport Tigers in the postseason. They yeah. always seem to play their best. One more team in this bracket at 11, Arcadia hosting Lake Arthur. Hornets, uh, a dangerous team as well in this bracket
1: absolutely they've had a great year uh scoring a lot of points got athletes all over the field um you know i know they're going to be excited about hosting a first round game so um that, that's that's awesome for them and i fully expect that they're going to keep it rolling because they've had a, they've had some explosive uh offensive outputs this year which is very impressive for them
0: and um, let's uh let's get to where things get weird a little controversial for a few of our local schools. We go to the select side now that includes every Caddo Parish school uh, that would normally uh, in previous years be on the non-select side. Um, you go to Division I, and it's a mix, as, as you mentioned earlier with you guys. It's a mix of 5A and 4A teams. Northwood is our highest seed in this bracket, despite being a 4A school in, these, in this bracket with Bird and, and Captain Shreve. Northwood at five with a first-round bye. I mean, they've just got to be thrilled with the way things have turned out down the stretch. Really, ever since they lost that game to Huntington.
1: Yeah, no question. And uh, they're very good on defense. And um, you know, two things that travel in the playoffs is you've got uh, you've got your defense and you've got your run game, and they can do both of those. And so the fact that they're the highest-seeded team uh, and they're getting to sit back and play some teams at home um, and coming off a high beating an undefeated North Dakota team. Uh, I expect them to keep it rolling and making, making big, big, big uh, problems for a lot of the teams that are, um, you know, having to look at the, you know, right there in the bracket. Who, who could end up you know playing Northwood? They're going to, they're going to make some uh, head coaches and offensive coordinators lose sleep uh, just because what they do defensively um, and the things they throw at you. It's a lot, to, it's, it's a lot to game plan for, and they've got a lot of athletes at Northwood, and they've got an incredible QB. So uh, I expect them to keep it rolling.
0: Yeah, uh, they'll play the winner of St. Paul's and and Holy Cross is who they would meet, who they will meet in round two. And and you mentioned it, you know, that defense, I mean, with Tadarius Collins just uh, caused so many problems for North DeSoto this past week. And and Quintavian White, the way he's been running the football as of late. And then you got the experienced quarterback with Mason Welch. Look, I I know they weren't happy with the way things shaken up for them being in that select side. But I mean, the confidence has gotta be there. You know, the kids don't worry about that kind of stuff, right? They're just worried about playing the game. And um, I look forward to seeing what they do. Um, Right behind them at number six, also on a first round by a team that I felt like we haven't talked that much about as of late, but another team, especially in the
1: playoffs, defense, run game, CE Bird. Yeah, they're gonna be a problem for anybody that has to play them. Uh, The double wing is, is very difficult to defend. Um, and, you know, Baloo and his defense are really good. And so, um, you know, they they got their best players back. And, uh, you know, they went they went on the field and they were they were uh, scoring points. And they, they're hot right now. And so I know that Baloo's a buddy of mine. He didn't really want to buy. Uh, he doesn't like that that downtime. But uh, it does allow them to get, get guys, um, you know, uh, healed up and, and ready to go for the next thing. So I fully expect that they're going to make some teams miserable uh game plan for them that's they're 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 more than a handful for sure
0: yeah we don't ever really play the game of what ifs in football because you know everyone's deals with injuries but you know you, you lose lake lambert for a couple of weeks and things really just that's when they started to lose those games and and then you get lost in the shuffle that is one five a you lose one game and, and that's you know you're you're behind the eight ball and uh, a team that uh we haven't forgotten about and i know i uh whoever wins out of McKinley and Alexandria will certainly, uh, be, be, uh, wary of to meet in the playoffs. Um, Huntington in this bracket as well. Another weird thing. They do get a home playoff game though. Cam Evans has been out. Um, still no word on if he'll be back. I, I assume he's at least going to try to go when they host 19 Jesuit, a pretty tough draw for the Raiders to start out.
1: Yeah. I mean, Jesuit is, is really good. And, um, uh, you know, I, I don't know, uh, and, and I don't think I would be able to speak on uh, anything that's happened with a player when it comes to an injury like like Cam's. But um, hopefully, uh, hopefully he's he's okay. And uh, if he can't play, um, you know, I know that Coach Dennis and his staff will come up with a with, with a game plan to where they can get their athletes in space. Uh, I do know they've got a younger quarterback over there that I that I know very well, L.J. White, who's um, who's a kid that I, that's got to play a little bit this year, and so. Uh, you know, if, if, uh, if LJ has to play, I know they'll have him coached up ready to go. And so, um, yeah, it's a tough draw, but it is, it is the way it goes. And so, uh, there's enough, there's enough speed and athleticism over there, uh, raspberry lane that they can make anybody's life miserable. I agree.
0: Uh, I, I never count Coach Dennis out, and, and, and not that we ever have. But if you did at any point, you were usually disappointed. Um, now, if they do win this game, they have the uh, luxury of heading down to John Curtis to take on the Patriots. But we're going to take it one week at a time. Hmm. And, um, root for the uh, root for the Raiders here at home um, in round one. Uh, they'll probably <laughs> play at Lee Hedges Stadium since independence is out of commission and that is the home of captain shreve who will be on the road 17 taking on 16 tayoga i think a, a, a draw that coach kirby and the team's got to be at least happy with even though it is on the road
1: yeah i think i think that they've got to be uh, excited about that and uh, i think they they looking forward to to, to getting back on the field and, and and keep things going in the right direction so uh, I think they had a big game uh, Friday night, and uh, it seems to me that they they've, they've kind of got uh, things going in the right direction that, that they get those athletes and um, you know they play some good defense. and so uh, they run the ball well. So there's just, it's one of those things where if you can run the ball well and play sound defense, um, you can you can beat anybody on any given night. So Shree will be in the mix as long as uh, as long as they can do those two things.
0: Yeah, and they, I mean, they met a great game against Houghton. I don't think anyone saw that game uh, being as lopsided as it was, but uh, certainly a good way to head into the postseason. Um, You know, obviously, with a win like that, that no one really expected you to to perform as well as they did in that one. Uh, We go to Division Two, another easy bracket for us because there's just one local team, and uh, it's a team that is slowly getting back to to what we're used to seeing from them. 13, Evangel. Um, They're. Somehow, I've never heard of this school. 20 Estroma? Who they're playing? Oh, Estroma. Oh, Estroma. Estroma. Down Educate.
1: there in Baton Rouge. Yeah, and they're they're going to be pretty good. Um, but Evangel's playing good football. And uh, those guys have, you know, I've said it over and over and over again. Uh, we've talked about Evangel. They started some, uh, a nucleus of kids young uh, as freshmen. And they, they uh, you know, they, they got pushed around a little bit when they were younger. But uh, now they're doing the pushing. And so... Uh, it's exciting to see them um, experiencing success and having a good year, and is uh, um, in for a, a, a very difficult night uh, with those Evangel Eagles.
0: And which, which Fulgham do you try to stop? Both of them are pretty darn good and have been so um, all year, so we're looking forward to the Twins uh, continuing their connection in the Division Two bracket of the Select side. To Division three, we go, and I think it's a tale of really two local teams. Um, the two that we kind of expected to be the highest in our area when the season began uh, five Calvary, seven North Caddo, both on buys, both poised to make a lot of noise in this bracket.
1: Yeah, they get to sit back and see who they're going to play and, and have plenty of time to you know start strategizing for either opponent, uh, pulling film, you know, getting tendencies down. And then once you find out how you're playing, uh, you know you get to you know put the game plan in. And so I think that the, uh, the the week off will will be good for them. If they've got guys that are bruised and banged up, they'll be able to get them uh, get them ready and uh, and then have a uh, have a, a full week of of preparation for whoever they're going to play. I, I I know that both teams are going to use their their downtime, uh, you know, to to get guys back healthy and get them get them coached up and fix little details that. That have been gone, you know, that you've been dealing with uh, week in and week out, um, that you want to clean up, and so um it will be. It'll be really good for both opponent, or both both teams, and then it's going to be bad for both opponents.
0: Yeah, Calvary. I mean, as we saw against Loyola, um, the same dominant force that we've seen in their district, regardless of which district that is. You know, I was at that Loyola game and. I and mean, it was 21-0 before you knew it, uh, trying to beat the weather a little bit, and they certainly did that. Loyola, though, still 11 in this bracket on the road. Uh, the Flyers, you know, look, Calvary's a different beast, right? Um, they have beaten North Cato this year. And if they were to see Calvary again, it would be in that state championship. So a home playoff game for the Flyers, and I know it's a school that, that, that means a lot to you, and I'm excited to see what uh, Coach Green and the boys have in store for us in the postseason.
1: Yeah, I'm pulling for him. Uh, I'm I'm a big Loyola fan and you, you know, uh I'm close to the DeFattas, and so um uh, I'm I'm wanting Coop to be be able to experience a long playoff run. You know, he is um he's one of the good guys and so is Coach Green and um uh, I'm wanting him to go out and and uh, make some noise and eliminate some teams and and uh you know, be poised to make a deep run. So very proud of that group and uh and, and excited to see uh you know how
0: they do this week yeah very similar to you with that you know it's hard to we get the way we do it you know I feel like especially when we do these players of the weeks you, you grow attached to some of these guys and you hate to see them lose and you cheer for them when they win and, and Coop is, is one of those guys for us we just loved having him on when we did and um, wish nothing but the best for the Flyers one more team in this bracket uh, a rough year for, for Green Oaks but the Giants are heading down to Metairie to take on country day as the 24 seed Again, just a tough draw for a giant team that has struggled at times this year.
1: Yeah, uh, but they are athletic and well coached, and so um, you, you never know. When, the, when you get in the playoffs, it doesn't matter uh, what you have uh, done up to that point. You're there, and so um, it's like you're hitting the reset button. And um, you know that's 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 what you know their coaching staff is going to do is try to get them focused on the task at hand. It doesn't matter what we've done the previous ten weeks. Uh, it's a one game season and uh, you know uh they've got athletes and, and they've got speed and they've got size and those dudes are tough and uh, they're getting an opportunity, you know, to go down and play a, a really good football team. So don't count anybody out, especially a Green Oaks team that's got weapons like they do. So um, you know, I hope I, I hope they can go down and and uh and and make it tough on country day and, and come out with a win.
0: Yeah, same here. Uh, pulling for the Giants. We love those guys over there. And uh, just revealed uh, plans for the new stadium on campus. That would be massive for that school. So certainly wishing them the best of luck on both fronts um, there as we move to our final bracket. It's only taken us about 45 minutes, and here we are. One more bracket to go. Division four on the select side, and for us locally, I think it comes down to two teams, both on buys, five St. Mary's, and at six for the first time ever in the LHSAA, the fight and feasters of Glenbrook on the state's longest winning streak.
1: Yeah, St. Mary's is hot and uh, they're going to pose a lot of problems for teams because they do, um, they do some things offensively that are tough. They got a very good quarterback. They got good athletes uh, and then Glenbrook's, a team that does a little bit of everything uh, and they're very difficult to defend. Um, you know, they can get in eye wing, they can, they can get in spread, they can and get in trips nub, they can get in tight end trips, they can get an empty. Uh, and they've got athletes, and they've got um, a really good defense. And so um, they run the ball well. Uh, They play good defense. Uh, They don't make a big mistake. Uh, They can score points. Um, Not a team that you want to be playing, um, you know, especially in their backyard. So Coach Feaster is one of the best at game planning and getting teams ready, uh, and and he knows how to win. And so, you know, watch out. I wouldn't be surprised if they're – you know, whipping, whipping teams and making a, making a run. I mean, I, it'd be exciting to see for sure.
0: Yeah, certainly would be. And, and and as you know, any chance you get to talk to Coach Feaster, you, you embrace it. Yeah, he's, he's one of the best out there. Um, two more teams for us in this bracket. We'll, we'll, we'll fly through it. Uh, Cedar Creek at 16 there. They get a home game in round one. Lincoln Prep, um, obviously, also in here at 23. They're on the road in round one. Uh, Coach, that's all of our brackets. I would ask you one thing just from a coach's perspective, and I think you've probably said some of it in our discussion here, but as a coach, regardless of seating, uh, road, home, any of that stuff, look, uh, it's so different now. The games are so important. Your season's on the line. What's the one thing that you think every coach is going to be saying in the locker room before kickoff this Friday night?
1: uh embrace the moment pay attention to detail um play with great effort and energy it's more than one thing uh but at the end of the day you get one shot uh and so you, you need to you need to go out and give it everything you got every snap um you make good plays uh you know you, on to the next one you make a mistake on to the next one uh, but you know play for your teammates play for each other play hard uh, play with great attitude, great effort, and don't take it for granted because uh, playoff football is just different. Every possession counts. You can't make, uh, you know, mistakes, and um, and you can't turn the ball over. You can't start slow, uh, you know, and especially on ro- in road games like we're going to be. And you're getting off the bus down 14, uh, so you, you can't you can't give them anything, and you got to steal possessions. And so I know it's a whole lot more than than what what you're asking, but at the end of the day, there's certain things that you want your guys to know in playoff football, and the main thing for us is it all comes down to execution, and, it, and it's the little details that matter. Uh, that's what got us beat, you know, this past week, uh, you know, a false start that led to uh, uh, them burning two timeouts to us having to punt, and the next thing you know, we we, uh, we get a bad snap, and it's a two-point, you know, safety. We kick into 30, 45-mile-an-hour gale force winds, and they're one you know, hail Mary away from a um uh, you know, a touchdown. Next thing you know it's PI, they got the ball down on the goal line, uh, they score, we're going to OT. Uh and it all came down to just small details. Small, tiny details. And so um to us, you know, here down here, we're we're really focused on details and doing the little things right and, and not taking um plays off. And so uh yes, that's a very, very long answer. But <laughs> playoff football is just it's fun it's it is it is the the best part of friday night football um you know for you know high school athletics there's nothing like it and so you don't you're not guaranteed another week so you better get after it and make the best of it
0: yeah coach uh, and you you always go the extra mile here on the on the um point after podcast and that's why we love having you as our co-host here just good stuff perspective that you just really don't get Um, anywhere else. Um, I would like to mention, you know, you guys obviously having those issues there, talking about those attentions to detail on on Friday night. Uh, You know, it's probably uh, while y'all had that going on, Friday night for us, check this out. So we're in this studio during the show on Friday night. We've never done that before, but there was the severe weather. Joe in the weather department was cutting in, keeping people safe. So we're up here. Coach, I'm going to tell you, two minutes before we go on air, we lose power here at the station. All wow. the lights go out. We're sitting up here in the dark. Uh, for the first, I'd say, five minutes of the show, I we were live. I didn't know if we were. I couldn't see the <laughs> lights on the screen. The screen was black. I was just reading, and it worked out. So we're, uh, we're, we're also ready for the playoffs now. We fought through some adversity together, Coach.
1: Hey, man, you're a true pro. Anybody that can do that with no power and no clue what, what's going on, that's impressive.
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was quite the experience. But uh, I just wanted to let any viewers know that's what was going on uh, if I sounded a little uh, confused in the first few minutes of the show because it was uh, it was crazy. All right, well, Coach, uh, we're recording this on a Monday. We normally do Tuesday, but we have elections Tuesday. So a little earlier for us. Saints are already down 7 nothing. So I guess it's about time to wrap it up. What do you think?
1: Sounds good to me, brother. All
0: right, you're the man, Coach Harper. Thanks, as always, for joining us. And thanks to you guys at home or in the car or wherever you listen to the 3 Fever Point After podcast. We'll see you this Friday at 10.30 for the playoffs on Friday Football Fever.